Morning, bro. Morning, bro. How you doing? Good, and you? I'm rip-roaring and ready to go. Okay. Good to yeah. Uh, by the way, your sister says, is that what rip-roaring and ready to go looks like? And I said, it is these days. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, so we, we don't do this every time, but we probably should. Uh, we are the obvious brothers. You stumbled onto us. I'm Steve, and he's... Obvious John. He's obviously John, and uh, we are here because we're going to tell you uh, what everybody thinks, maybe before they, they thought it and before the silly people on TV say it to you, right, John? That's right. Right. So, John, uh, where do you want to begin, man? Uh, you want to recap last week's picks? You want to recap last week's picks? Well, uh, yeah, I, I feel really good about our one NFL pick last week, John. Yeah, well, I got yeah, – we got them right. That's right. Yeah. One one for one on the season. One for one on the season, yeah. I I, I was wondering if you were going to want to open with the discussion of uh, of that last night, but uh, it, it I kept hearing the announcer say it was a fun game, so – um, there you go. I guess it was fun for some people. Yeah, there you go. There's there's John, the uh, diehard Cowboys fan, was not as happy with it as uh, as others were. Okay, so uh, yeah, we both took the Cowboys and a massive number of points, which uh, a couple of days ago I I pointed out to you, at least at the time, it was the biggest spread uh, in the NFL this week, John. Yeah, it moved to nine pre-game. So, Did it really? Yeah, I got all the way up to holy moly. Nine nine seems like easy money. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean Especially in hindsight. I guess the uh the whomever just didn't know what to expect with everybody coming back from injuries and not seeing anybody in the preseason or what, but I don't know. Yeah, so, uh, yes, the Bucks beat the Cowboys on, uh, like, uh, the first drive ever for Tom Brady to win a game at the end. Uh, and uh, <laughs> th th there you go. And, and John uh, was up late tweeting about the officiating. So uh, I think that's probably as much as we want to say about the game last night. As we said, we, we both picked it right last week. I guess that leads me to ask John, who's the Thursday night game next week? So, Rhett, it's the uh, Washington football team and somebody, right? Uh, yeah, I haven't looked that far ahead, to be honest with you. Yeah, well, you know, and this is a problem with with obvious John. He, he doesn't realize it will be obvious in a moment he hasn't looked that far ahead. Uh, and, and he and he gives it up way too easy. Yes, Gi Giants um, at uh, – Washington. Washington. Yep. Yeah. Five five points ESPN is showing right now as a spread, John. So uh you made us pick last night's game last week. Are you wanting to touch that one for next week ahead of time? So Washington's giving five? Yep. Man, that's a tough game to pick. Especially without having seen him play the first week. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Uh, Barkley is back. Washington's got one of the top five defenses in the league. So does <clears throat> Tampa Bay last night. You can see what that did for him. 
Um, I will take the football team at home and give the five. So I guess I guess this is your way of saying we're, we we are picking this game, huh? Sure. Okay. I uh, I have the football team in wins pool, so I'm going to go with them too. Uh, I, I'm going. I'm going to do the same thing I did last week. I'm going to piggyback on you and, and go with you, and, okay. and take the football team and give the points. All right. So things we didn't agree on last week, John. Uh, we we uh, let's go to college football picks. Uh, John did not have a great week picking. Um, he went. I, I have you one and two uh, with the Penn State game as your win. Uh, I went two and one. Uh, I, I will admit, uh, for those of you who don't memorize the picks, I, I uh, took Northwestern and gave the three points, and they got absolutely housed. So uh, my, my one loss was an incredibly bad one. So, uh, but uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm I'm good with two and one and a three and one start to the season. But uh, so so John, uh, I know you've slept since then, but. You remember anything uh, from the opening week that you uh, are trying to retain as we go forward? Uh, no, not not yet. Not not yet. So so you, did the Clemson uh, Georgia game reveal anything to you? Uh, Georgia's got a pretty darn good defense, that's for sure. Okay. So so that, that that's uh, yes, it was not a game. In fact. How did Georgia score their one touchdown? Six. six. Yeah, right. So there were there was no offense in the game essentially. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I we we said beforehand, uh, being the obvious brothers, we do not think the loser is out of the <clears throat> final four talk. <clears throat> but uh, it makes their lives a little bit more difficult. So so. Uh, We'll have to keep an eye on that, but I think they're both contenders. Another contender, uh, we talked about the game, was Ohio State at Minnesota was playing about the time we recorded, uh, and that was a, a much more fun game than it might have been, but uh, I don't think Ohio State's defense didn't look that great, did they? No, not really. Um... And, and But they they didn't look great on offense in the first half, but what they put 35 on the board or something in the second half. So yeah, yeah they housed them in the second half. Yeah. The, yeah. The Stroud Stroud uh, hit his stride, which is not that easy to say in the second half. And, uh, but uh, they, they have a big, uh, a big game again tomorrow, John. Isn't every game they play a big game? Well, I suspect when they play like Rutgers or uh, who's going to be at the bottom of the East uh, IU, I suspect they won't be. Uh, yeah, I don't think those are big games, but okay, yeah, yeah. That, there, there was a little IU diss, by the way. <laughs> yeah, thanks. You're welcome. Anyway, so uh, yeah, I, I mean, uh, I know that I've seen TV playing up the game. Oregon is coming into Columbus. You, did you pick it as one of your three? I mean, I'm going to. Yeah, that's. Are, are you? Oh, okay. Well, we'll we'll uh, we'll save it. But that's. I think that's the number one game. 
I actually, I, I, I'm pretty sure the Iowa Iowa State game is a, is a better game, but uh, I, I'm actually picking that. So, uh, but th- those are the two big games on the tap, right? Yes. Right. Okay. So you want to get down to picking, and uh, I went two and one, so I get to go first, right? Okay. All right. I'm going to start with the that Iowa Iowa State game. Uh, when I looked at it and you always had the line up present line that might change. It was four and a half. Uh, <clears throat> Iowa state giving it uh, game days in Ames. Uh, I I'm taking the Hawkeyes in the four and a half. So I, yeah. uh, I, uh, I am intrigued that they getting so many points. They looked really good last Saturday. Iowa state played, played uh, the weak sisters of the uh, blind and uh, I, I don't remember the last time Iowa State beat them. So, yeah, uh, I think this is kind of a, I think this is an easy pick. I picked it as well. I mean, it's. Well, you, well, yeah. you know what you, you know what you told me last week? Yeah, we don't do well when we pick the same game. Yeah, you see, you do remember. Wow, look at you go. Right. right. So, uh, so that that's one of your picks too, huh? Iowa. Plus four and a half, huh? Well, yeah. Um, the line is still at four and a half, FYI. Well, I guess there isn't much corn money coming out of the, the Midwest to, to move that line either way. Huh? <laughs> uh, it, it is another year where Iowa State is considered kind of the uh, hot Big 12 team. Uh, everybody's kind of juicy glamour pick you know oh it's not OU or Texas we're going to go with with little Iowa State and uh, Iowa traditionally doesn't get a lot of uh, respect right yet they always a lot of years under Florence they end up nine and three ten and two you know they have really great years and uh, I think they both have their quarterbacks back uh, from last year well, you watched the Iowa game, so you'd know for sure that that's they return their quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, correct. Uh, and uh, they have a pretty damn good defense. Uh, I, I don't know that playing, uh, you know, at Ames, which let me think about my geography, uh, isn't quite across state, but uh, it is a little ways from uh, – they're not right in each other's backyard. But No, it's not like the uh... – Tar Heels and, and Duke, they're not that close. Or, or even Kansas, Kansas State, I think, are pretty close. So, mm-hmm. uh, But anyway, I think we both like both like the Big Ten team for, for various reasons. Uh, I kind of want to root for Iowa State so that they get to be, you know, a Final Four contender and everything. I just, just – I don't believe it uh, until they really do it on the field. Yeah, I would agree. Right. Okay. So we're in agreement on that. That's uh, we each have. So I guess I have to try again since you revealed a pick. So my second game, I'm going to do what you t- tried to do last week. I'm going. I'm going to take a bet against uh, uh, UT. I'm going to take the uh, Hogs and six and a half points uh, tomorrow. I think it's in the evening uh, in uh, Fayetteville. Uh, as uh, a big it used to be a big rivalry game uh, they're, they're renewing it uh, I guess it'll get renewed a lot more when Texas goes into the SEC <laughs> Tex Texas and Arkansas sweet 
Yeah. So there you go. I, I'm I'm going to go with the Hogs, who, uh, you know, had a good year last year, brought a lot of people back. Uh, it's not clear exactly how good Texas is going to be this year. And I think this is a good test. And I think uh, home dogs, I, I love home dogs, and especially halfway decent teams at home getting six and a half. It's just too tempting. So I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm on the hogs, yeah. Texas looked good in week one, but that was week one. And, you know, we'll at see. Home, what... At home, and uh, we're not sure what the Grajian Cajuns – uh, whether they really have power five kind of team. So, mm-hmm. um, so yes, they're going to go play somebody who's, you know, a full ass SEC team here and uh, we'll, we'll see what they're made of. Right. Yeah. This will be a good test. You'll, you'll know a lot more about Texas after this weekend, I think. Okay. So I, I, we go in the noon game on Fox is Ohio state, Oregon. So you probably go with that because it's gotta be the earliest game on your sheet. So, yeah, I, I think Oregon is a better team than Minnesota. So, um, and Ohio State barely covered, or they actually didn't cover against Minnesota. They, they yeah, sure. yeah. Um, so I'm going to take the Ducks and the 14 and a half. Mm. Okay. That's, uh, I know the one thing I've heard about this game is that the, uh, Ducks best pass rusher who I guess people think is a high end pro uh, is in a boot early in the week so um, in the trunk of the car wow oh my god <laughs> okay yeah yes. okay we'll, we'll just go that and then well Unless somebody can find the keys, it's not clear he'll be out and able to play in Columbus uh, tomorrow, John. So uh, I, I know that people are concerned. I, it's not off. And you talk about a defensive lineman affecting the line. But so, uh, yeah, they did not look great last week. Uh, I don't even remember who they played. Did they play Fresno State? Uh, did not cover at home. Uh, I am intrigued that you uh, you have more faith in them this week. Uh, I think it's tough to go into Columbus, but uh, yeah, that's it's your pick, not mine. Uh, I'm just uh, it, it it's a big deal for the Pac-12 this game, although they really I, I think they were helped a lot by UCLA and, and their performance last Saturday, but. Uh, Pac-12 needs all the help they can get in terms of making them relevant to the Final Four, and this game's big on in terms of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the du- Ducks would suddenly be in everybody's top four probably uh, if they won this game, right? Oh, that would be a huge win. Yeah, that would vault them up the list for sure. Yeah. But right. I, I I didn't say they were going to win. I just said they were going to cover fourteen and a half. I, I, I'm aware of that. I, I understand that this is just bad. I'm just saying that the, in terms of the game has a lot of juice. It's probably the best team in the pack. You know, we don't know for sure, but at least preseason people think this is the best team out of the pack 12, by far the best team out of the big 10. And they're playing head to head the second week, non-conference. 
is, is a big deal. And so it'll be fun to watch. And uh, as I say, I think it's really meaningful for the Ducks. Uh, I, I don't doubt that Ohio State runs the table in the Big Ten. Uh, so uh, they, they could probably lose and uh, still be in a playoff talk at the end of the season. Yeah, we agree. Yeah. So there you go. So that's uh, we each have two. I'm going to go. My last pick is in the in the on the left coast. All right. I cannot believe, and maybe it's just that I don't know. I know Stanford's not great this year, <laughs> but I'm I'm going I'm going to take the uh, the the pine trees getting 17 at Southern Cal late Saturday night in a game that I will see probably absolutely none of. Uh, but uh, I, I, I just traditionally, uh, you know, it's kind of a rivalry game. I, I just hard to press to believe USC is going to beat them by more than 17. So I'm going to take Stanford and, and the, the 17. And I guess if USC beats them, going back to conversations about who's what, uh, they will you know, indicate uh, how good they are too. And uh, maybe, maybe the PAC 12 will be a little interesting this year with some quality. So. Yeah. We're in agreement again here. This is uh, I thought was kind of another one that stuck out to me like, as it did to you, that uh, this just seems like a huge number to give, to give Stanford. Yeah. They're not nearly as good as they have been in the past and, but still 17 is a big number. Right. In a rivalry. <laughs> Yeah, it's not like, and I'm sure Stanford uh, gets up for 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 SC mm-hmm. football. And, yeah. Uh, so, so yes, well, it'll be interesting. So, so is that your third pick? It is my third pick, yes, sir. Okay, so uh, it's a fairly low over under. Is that right? Yeah, I mean it's 53, 53 and a half. That's pretty low for college football. Um, and it's low when the spread seventeen and a half. Uh, yeah. Big number, big spread. So yeah. it would be like a thirty-five to eighteen game. Yeah, that's about right. Uh, which I, I, yeah, I, I, neither one of us believe it. We'll have to see it. This is why we're the obvious brothers, right, John? Um, yeah, yeah. So uh, we talked about the two big games, and actually, uh, you, you actually. Uh, put your pick both those big games, and uh, I you didn't have a lot to say, but it's it's overreaction week, uh, of course. Uh, and people are well, like uh, a lot of you heard a lot of thump, thump, thump as people got off the OU bandwagon this week, and uh, I, I'm trying, uh, I, I think there was a lot, I'm not sure it's the same kind of thump, 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 but uh. Suddenly, people wonder if Wisconsin's going to be any good this year. Uh, coming off the home loss to Penn State, where uh, I, I, I did—I guess I just have to say—when you only score ten points, you didn't look very good, right? Right. So uh, there are questions about their quarterback now after Game One. So um, they got a nice little cupcake this week to to get back on track. With yeah, Michigan, so we'll yeah, see. Case, if they, if they case, struggle in this game to, you know, if they don't win by at least three touchdowns here, then you're going to be scratching your head. Yeah, well, 
Uh, yeah, I don't know that this game will tell you much unless they they don't stumble. play well, right? Yeah, they don't they don't win. But you know, uh, and maybe you don't because you don't have it memorized. But I've heard about it often enough. They play uh, Wisconsin plays Notre Dame in two weeks in Chicago, and uh, yeah, that that's not looking like a real good game for them right now. Although speaking of not looking good. Uh, Fighting Irish uh, Sunday night didn't exactly mm-hmm. uh, put the Seminoles away. Uh, so I, I don't know, but that, that's uh, Wisconsin's got to be be uh, play a lot better uh, come two weeks from now, or there there will have two early season losses, and they'll be out of any playoff contention talk at all. Yeah, that's yeah, they'll be toast. Um, yeah, Notre Dame did not – I mean, it was on the road, I guess, so Florida State was up for the game, but I don't know. They, they, they didn't impress me. I'll put it that way. Yeah, well, yeah, they, they, there was a full stadium doing the racist chant over and over again. So uh, uh, there, there you go. Uh, but no uh, – I guess the thing about that game is uh, – Notre Dame is supposed to play better defense than that, right? Mm-hmm. They kind of they got carved up pretty good. Yeah, they, yeah. They, uh, I I think the uh, and and you know they brought in their set had to bring in their second string quarterback and he carved them up. So, I mean, not that he's a slouch, but right. You, yeah, you would think the guy who doesn't get many reps, yeah, might might struggle a little bit, but. Uh, put two quick scores on the board for him to go to overtime. So, um, yeah, uh, I it was not it was not a shining moment for ND football, and we want to be in the playoffs again. Uh, it kind of said, uh, well, you might win a lot of games, but uh, whether you're going to get them to talk to you about you in the playoff is a whole different thing, right? Yeah, and their schedule isn't exactly daunting. Uh, you know, they play, like you just mentioned, they play Wisconsin in a couple weeks. They, got, oh, they, they have Cincinnati. They have Cincinnati right after that. So that's going to be, that'll be the big, big game right there. If they get pummeled by Cincinnati, who's so far looks pretty good. Um, Cincinnati, who is the non-Power 5 team who has hopes this year of breaking uh, through. And uh, has plays IU and uh, Notre Dame on the road in trying to get some Power Five non-conference games to make them look good, and so they they will be they will be super psyched, I'm sure, to be there. Yeah, in, in three weeks. So, right. Uh, I think if I remember right, uh, the the California teams. I think they travel to Stanford, and I think they have SC at home. Is that right? That is correct. Uh, all right, so that's uh, that's those two games, and they don't play the big dogs in the ACC this year in their limited ACC schedule, right? No, they play. They don't, they don't play Clemson. No, do they, they play North Carolina. They do play North Carolina. Yes, at home though. At home though, yeah, because I I'd heard somebody break their schedule down, and a lot of their tough games are at home. And probably the toughest game they have that's not at homes in Chicago, which is supposed to be a neutral site. It'll be interesting to see how neutral it is come two yeah. weeks from now. 
Yeah, we'll see. By the time they play, I mean, they play three ranked teams in a row, which we'll see if Wisconsin is still ranked by that time. But they got Wisconsin and Chicago, then they're home against Cincinnati, and then they're on the road against Virginia Tech, who's still there in the top 20. So, yeah. Actually, then they then they play at home against USC. So it could be interesting to see. They, yeah. they, could, they could really fumble here. They could they could slip up pretty. Yeah. Pretty big time. Yeah. Well, um, uh, we spent more time on indie football than than I really want to. Right. Of course, of course I'm going to have to talk about them next week, but uh, maybe. But uh, there, there, there you go. Uh, yes, uh, I, I, I picked up on this in the summer. I don't know when this happened, but Purdue is going back to playing them. You know, uh, for decades, this was a big game mm-hmm. at least for Purdue. And it's good to see them back playing again. Uh, uh, that's, I, I, you know, it's kind of like Texas, Arkansas. It's good to see some of these, these games you know, that used to be annual games, you know, get back together. You know, people tried to start, you know, started dropping those kinds of games and scheduling cupcakes. And it's, uh, uh, it's good to see them coming back. So yeah, I, think I think your boy is going to be calling that game too. Which, Mr. Which, Mr. Which Breeze, I think he's going to be in the booth for that. Oh, is that, well, I'm sure it's on NBC. So yeah, it is. Rah, rah, rah. So, so speaking of cupcakes, John, uh, you know what I'm doing tomorrow? Uh, making cupcakes? No, no, no. It was a metaphorical cupcake. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, metaphorical. It was a, a football game cupcake. I'm going to Hartford, Connecticut. Really? Yeah. Why? Why? Because Purdue is playing uh, the uh, Huskies there. Ooh, well, that'll be fun. Yeah, you know what the spread is, John? <laughs> no, I was trying to find it. I can't find it. You know, well, you're going to love it. Uh, it is uh, Purdue minus 34. Really? Yes. And 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 the Bear and Stanford Steve's podcast this week, they brought that up because they are, they are big uh, dissers of uh, the Husky football program. And they both said, uh, we're not touching that. Yeah, got got a thirty four. So many, but you kind of want to take Purdue. They said so. Uh, that just tells you how what kind of shape the uh, Huskies football program is in, John. That's that's a big number. I would definitely take Purdue on that. You would take Purdue? No, Purdue's giving thirty four. Never mind. I was yeah. I was I was reading that, and you would you would take you would take home dog getting thirty four is like it sounds like a gift, right? Yeah, yeah, John. But the, you know, your sister and I talked about this. This is a uh, double edged sword, right? In mm-hmm. terms of going to the game, a you're happy to see them win, right? Yeah, I mean, love to see them win. Really don't want to drive that far to sit and watch them absolutely murder somebody on the field, right? I mean, on the on the other hand, if you if if it's even close, if you're kind of disappointed, so it's I don't know, but uh, it is if you to understand why we're going. Well, first we stayed home a whole weekend, John, so we couldn't do that two weeks in a row, right? Right. And, 
and, and then and then uh, this is as close as the Purdue football team gets to us uh, this football season. So, uh, did you get some good deal on tickets? I see right here that their tickets are as low as eleven dollars a person. So, I, I I did get a great deal on tickets. Yes, John. I think we're in like the sixth row up on the twenty yard line. Yeah. Uh, not quite for free, but I did not pay uh, anywhere near. Uh, I, I paid high school football uh, ticket price for, <laughs> for those tickets. Yeah. Well, you're watching two high school teams play. No, I'm not. I'm only watching one high school team play. I'm not sure I'm watching a good, uh, a good college team play, but that's uh, that's a whole. You know, as as a Purdue fan, we, we got a W last week, and we're. 34 point favorites in the second game. So I'm okay with being 2 and 0 going into South Bend next week. So, yeah. There you go. Uh, so, so I, yeah, that's, I, I thought that would entertain you. Not only that I'm making the drive, but I'm going to go to see a game with a 34 point spread. Oh. So, yeah. But uh, there you go, John. It's, it's life in the big city. All right. So, uh, let, let's push on, John. I, I, uh, I don't, I, I don't know why I don't have the thing up. Wow. We've gone that many minutes and we haven't got the NFL, John, opening, opening week in the NFL, John, I guess we should speed it up. What do you, I'm going to let you go first and remind everybody that we did pick last night's game correctly. Uh, because we foresaw that, uh, seven and a half, which is what it was. You said it got up to nine. Yeah, it was nine I before think, the game started. I, I think it was seven and a half when we talked last week, John. We thought that was too many, but uh, there you go. So we, we both uh, kicked off the NFL season with a W. I will be quick to remind you because people want to hear about our survivor picks. I had Tampa Bay and Survivor last night. and uh, Seven people in the one we're in together, John, had Tampa Bay. So, Which one are we in together? We're we're in the one on, on CBS Sports together. Oh, with uh, Brian. I I yeah no the Toops yeah the Toops yeah. pit yeah. You you didn't do um goes did you? No. Okay. Not yet. It was it, it was too much. Uh, okay. Uh, since we're going to talk about this, I guess uh, I I have I'm philosophically opposed to to what he does. So. Yeah, I'm agreeing, and and and, and 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 it's a big, it's a big, it's a bigger price tag too. So, yeah. Uh, and for those of you at home wondering what we're talking about, uh, the one we got in, the which we're going, I guess, call the Toops pick set, uh, in Survivor, it, it's you, you're one and you're out, uh, which is what Survivor's about, right, John? Yeah, kind of, it's right there in the in the title, isn't it? Yeah, it, it, you you thought so, but for some re- for some reason the other other one uh, allows you to buy back in not once but as many times as you have to the first ten weeks, right, John? Yep. So and, and with, with an escalator clause on how much it costs you to buy back in. Yeah, it's, it comes at a pretty hefty price. At the end, yes, uh, you you would have to pay another fifty bucks to rebuy on in the tenth week if you want. Uh, uh, which you know the good news on that, if you're playing, is the pool grows significantly. 
the bad news is you can pick them all correctly and not be any better off after 10 weeks. In fact, could be worse off because you've used teams. Exactly. Uh, uh, so, uh, yeah, uh, that's why I, I got into the one that was uh, the straight poop for 25 bucks and took Tampa Bay last night, have the W, and now I have to figure out with six other people what to do without the Bucks the rest of the season. Though I'm not really a Bucks lover, John. So uh, I think I'm I think I'm cool with not having them in, in hand to use. So yeah, which, uh, which, which, which takes me, John, to what are you going to do? I took the Falcons. I took the Dirty Birds against the Shitty Birds at well, home. I'm intrigued, John, because that's. That, did you pick that game for one of your three picks for the week? Uh, yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, I'm taking Atlanta and, and laying the three and a half. You're, you're taking Atlanta and laying the three and a half. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I was going to point out, in terms of spreads, there are a lot bigger spreads, uh, which supposedly indicates the likelihood of winning, right? There are a lot bigger spreads than that one. Yeah. Yeah, well, last night's game was the biggest spread, and they shouldn't have won that game. So, yeah, well, that as as you and I discussed via, via uh, Twitter, uh, it was. And this is why I took Tampa Bay. It was uh, you, you look at them, and there just aren't there, there weren't weren't anything that looked like a sure bet. So, yeah, I mean, even even if you wanted to burn the Chiefs the first week, you know, I wouldn't be horribly surprised to see the Browns go in there and beat them. But, no, uh, I wouldn't either. Right, because, I mean, the Browns have an awfully good team. Uh, you know, they did a lot of damage last year. I think they have most everybody coming back, including, uh, I don't know what you think of Javian Clowney, uh, but uh, he, he's a big-time pass rusher when he's healthy, right? So, yeah. Yeah, so they made some positive additions. So you got, even, even And you got Beckham Jr. back. Right, and Odell, you know, OJ or whatever his nickname is. is OBJ. Uh, uh, right. I, <laughs> <Don't you? laughs> or, orange juice hands. Right. Okay. Uh, so yeah, so that wouldn't, that just goes to show you how tough it was the first week to pick survive. It always is. Uh, you just don't know how everybody's going to shake out, especially John and I talked about how bad the, uh, preseason was in terms of people playing. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, we have our, kind of our standard rules that we kind of go by, right? We don't ever pick. We try to avoid um, division rivals. Right. We try to avoid um, road teams if we can. Right. And we try to stay away from the, the, the tiny spreads. And Right. So I'm taking the Falcons at home, minus three and a half, which is a fairly skinny spread, but it's kind of a – I don't understand the spread, to be honest with you. Okay. I don't, I don't okay. think. And when it, it started at six, so it's actually moved to three and a half. They were a six-point favorite at, at, at the beginning of the week. So I don't know if that's just the Eagles fans jumping on that or what. I would not doubt it. There, There is plenty of Eagles money coming out of Philly, no matter how and much it's not usually want. smart money either. Well, who, who, what damn base is smart money? So, uh, <laughs> anyway, so, uh, that, that probably moves. So that's your first pick. We're counting that as pick number one. John goes, uh, 
Atlanta minus three and a half, right? Atlanta minus three and a half, correct. Right. So I'm going, um, uh, I, you know, I love home dogs, so I'm going to go three home dogs, John. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to start with a team that I think isn't getting enough respect. At least you don't think so, and I don't think so. I'm going to start with the Bengals getting three at home against the Vikings. And I'm going to say this up front. I don't believe in the Vikings either. So it's kind of a double dip. I think the Bengals are better than people are thinking they might be. Uh, maybe they'll win a lot of games, but I think they're going, I think they're going to be very competitive this year. Mm-hmm. And I, I, you know, if it comes down to who the better quarterback is, I'm not sure Joe Burrow is not the better quarterback. So I'm going to take the Bengals at home getting three against the Vikings. Yeah, that's a good pick. I, I didn't pick it, um, but I am in agreement with everything you said. I think the Bengals are going to be more competitive. They have, they're healthy. Uh, Burrow looked good when he was, you know, he looked decent when he was oh, healthy last year. He looked they, real good. Yeah. yeah, they've got they added some receivers. They added some weapons for him in, in the off season. Uh, their defense is probably still a little suspect. Um, not a bad defense, but not a good defense. So yeah, I am. I think that's a good pick. I, I like the uh, the Bengals at home there. Okay, I'm going to go again, so you don't get ahead of me. We'll do the snake thing. Uh, I'm going to take the Lions at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, seven and a half they're getting at home against the Niners. I got um, it at eight on ESPN if you want that extra half point. Okay, I'll take the extra half point because that might give me a push. And okay, so first, it is another rule of thumb, John, is isn't it a one o'clock game? Mm-hmm. So it's the infamous West Coast team coming east. Uh, I didn't know the 49ers knew who was playing quarterback. I don't see how they give eight points in that situation. Uh, and, uh, the whole offseason has been uh, Matthew Stafford to the Rams, Matthew Stafford to the Rams. I, I don't, you know, golf, uh, you know, did some things as quarterback with the Rams. Uh, I, I think people are underestimating him too much. So, uh, yeah, I think, I think the Lions, and I think the Lions are going to have something to prove too. So, uh I like the I like the Lions getting eight. I don't know that they can win, but I I, I like eight is an awfully big number, uh, especially since Jimmy Garoppolo. I, I'm not I'm not sure he's a dazzler at quarterback, and he's probably looking over his shoulder at this point. So uh, there you go, Lions and eight at home. Yeah, I picked that game as well. I, for this, a lot of the same reasons you said, it's it's a early game travel time west coast team lions aren't awful um golf is good he just didn't i did i think it was a scheme thing for for him and and um mcbay or whatever and i i don't know but i i'm in agreement. i don't think the niners the niners are good they have a good defense um but if if they're going to Eight's a lot to give on the road. I'll put it that way. Yeah, eight's a lot on, uh, to give on the road, and especially with the the flop that typically is the uh, uh, let's see, was it a ten o'clock game on the West Coast, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 
Okay, so what's your third pick then? Well, I was torn between a couple of games. Um, part of me wanted to take the Colts and and give or take the three at home against Seattle, which is also a one o'clock game. Wow. Actually, yeah, that is going to be the game I'm going to take. I'm going to take the Colts plus three at home against the Sea Chickens. Okay. All right. Colts plus three. Uh, much smaller spread. Of course, nobody is as high on the Seahawks as people are on the Niners. And uh, they aren't as low on the Colts as they are on the Lions. So I guess that explains the difference in the spreads. Uh Carson Wentz is the big question mark so many different ways. And uh, I guess we'll see what Carson's made of. Uh, kind of like last night, you kind of trust Wilson, Russell Wilson to make sure they win the game, right? So, Correct. All right. Don't, don't give him a minute 25 left with uh, like one, one time out. With, with, with one point lead, right? Yeah. Or one point deficit. So. Mm-hmm. Right. So, uh, yeah, Colts plus three. That's that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. We both we both love those home dogs, right? Yeah, especially this time of year. You know, you know, we always talk about how the first couple of weeks are kind of a perhaps shoot. I mean, you know, the teams that are should be good. Um, yeah. These low level teams, you know, like the the mid level, which I guess I would consider the Seahawks mid high, and the Colts. We really don't know a lot about because of Wentz and his health and the new quarterback situation. But I think, you know, if you go off past history with him and, and Reich, then you got to be somewhat positive. Right. So um, there, there you go. Uh, my, mine is a similar pick. Uh, I think it's a later game. Uh, I'm taking the G-men getting three against Denver. Um, I, again, it's kind of like the, the, uh, uh, my, my lions pick, uh, I guess Denver figured out they wanted Teddy Bridgewater to be quarterback, but they spent the you know, off season not knowing who was going to be quarterback. So I, I find it hard to believe everybody suddenly thinks that they're solid now. Um, they're coming East, which doesn't work. And aren't the giants supposed to be better? Depending upon who you ask, this is Jones's third year, is it? Uh, so shouldn't he be better? Uh, so all, all those Bark- Barkley's back. You know that Barkley Barkley is supposed to be back, and you know he's one of the top, you know, handful of uh, you know two-way guys in in the NFL. Uh, so yeah, it, it uh, a lot of things. I guess probably the big thing on this one is I'm not buying Denver as a, uh, yeah. I, I saw I saw people pick, picking them to make the playoffs, and uh, I guess we'll have to see what Teddy can do. They have a decent defense, and that's that's where I would that would be my concern is just how good their defense is because they have a pretty good. It's, it's more than decent. It's it's above average. Okay. Uh, well, I, I know the name that gets thrown out as kind of their their leader on defense is Vaughn Miller, and he missed last year, almost all last year. And so 
you know, I guess everybody just takes it. He's, he's fine. He'll be healthy and everything. But, you know, I, I think he's kind of a, in my mind, he's a bit of a question mark. So uh, that's why I wonder. I, I, I see why why we think they could be great stuff on D, but uh, I, I think there are question marks there. So. And speaking of question marks, one of those classic um, sportsbook matchup predictor situations, uh, the ESPN matchup predictor has the Giants as a 53% chance to win the game. Yet yeah. A three-point dog. Okay, yeah. So I feel a little better about my pick now. Uh, but, uh, yeah, uh, some of those, whatever they are, algorithms, uh, don't always make sense. Uh, of course, lines are about money, so, uh, it's not an algorithm. So, yeah. Uh, and same goes for the uh, matchup predictor and my Colts Seahawks pick. They have the Colts at a 52.7% chance uh, to win. Really? Okay. That's interesting. Well, they're both. Three point dogs at home. So, so where do they have the Bengals if you're right there? The Bengals are a 46.9% chance to win. That's interesting. They're all three point dogs at home, but uh, there's a significant difference in terms of their win. Ah, interesting. Hmm. So, 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 John, we probably ought to talk about some other sports real quick. Uh, for one thing, we, we never even talked about the PGA Tour Championship. Mm-hmm. I guess Patrick Cantlay pretty much made it boring. So uh, winning the last two events, right? So yeah. good good on Pat Patty uh, picking up, what, 15 million? Or I think it's a 17 with the week before. Uh, you know, got to go find the tax accountant after that, right? Yeah, he made $22.5 million in this season. Is that right? That's not a bad, easy. not a bad year, huh? Yeah, yeah. What do they call that? Making bank? Is that what they call it? <laughs> they call that fu money. Is what they call it. Is that what they call it? Yeah, kind of is, isn't it? So, uh, and then uh, you know, off that Wednesday, uh, Steve Stricker, who is the Ryder Cup captain, picked his six, and we haven't even talked about this, John. He had six captains' picks for the Ryder Cup which is in two weeks, right? Yeah. Uh, what do you think about the captain having six picks, John? Yeah, I don't – I didn't understand why he had so many. Is it because of COVID that he's got extra players? Uh, that's what they said. They changed the rules because they weren't sure about the t- two-year points total thing would give them the right kind of team and everything. So they put it in the captain's hands, and he really – he took numbers seven through ten anyway, right? So uh, he pretty much did what we you would do anyway. But uh, I, I don't I don't know. Is there a controversial pick on the team? Well, there's a controversial non-pick. Well, what where was Reed? I, I know what you mean is Patrick Reed, uh, because I think we had an exchange of this or that about it but uh, was he the 11th in the points he wasn't 11th uh i don't i I don't have that in front of me it's one thing that irritates me about espn's stinking golf website it doesn't really give you the information you want yeah well 
I mean, I mean, we're 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 about to be an hour into a podcast here, John. But uh, ESPN and our, our two buddies, uh, my my son and, and uh, Josh, uh, both complain a lot about ESPN's coverage, which really slants towards the sports they really care about. Sure. Uh, and uh, you know they. I, I don't know that they have any Ryder Cup coverage. Uh, you know, they weren't covering the PGA uh, event last weekend. So, you know, you just if they if, if they're not covering it, they don't put a lot of energy into giving you da- data. So, yeah. Uh, but but yeah, I, I, the the controversial pick non pick seems to be there was some thought that Patrick Reed would make the team. Uh, he did not really play well down the stretch here in the uh, the playoffs, uh, and uh, frankly, I, I think it's pretty much across the board. Nobody likes him, so uh, uh, yeah, uh, Stricker did not pick him, and uh, a couple of names made it to, instead of him. Uh, but uh, he's got six rookies on the team, uh, which is not really a good thing. Uh, the uh, European captain, who I'm choking on, is who it is, uh, has three picks, and they don't pick till next week after the BMW Championship that they're playing at Wentworth in England this week. So, uh, I, I, you know, I, I am intrigued that they think they can play uh, at Whistling Straits in late September. Probably it's okay. I know we've talked about taking a trip there, right, John? And we've we've always said, you know, you shoot for the heart of the summer because that part of Wisconsin, yeah, could could get cold. Uh, so yeah, it could be it could be brutal. Uh, but September's still pretty. I mean, it's it's a good month. I mean, it's not okay. like it's late October. I mean, I would play golf there in September. It wouldn't be that bad. Yeah, well, we'll we'll see. It is a great golf course, uh, no doubt. So, uh, this should be interesting in two weeks, and we'll have more to say uh, about about that probably in two weeks. Uh, and then uh, baseball, John. Go ahead. The Blue Jays just housed the Yankees four games in New York, John, uh, signaling that uh, they are very much in the race for a playoff spot. And I think there are a lot of people would be really excited about them making it with their team with uh, Vlad Guerrero and uh, uh, Bichette. And am I forgetting somebody? It seems like they have a whole series of, uh, you know, legacy players, kids. And uh, of course, uh, the whole Canadian thing and the struggles they've had with the pandemic and where they played the last year and a half. Yeah, so, yeah, it, it's kind of kind of fun. It's fun to see them uh, making a big run. And if uh, John has the stats up, their run differential is off the off the charts. Off the uh, hizzy, plus one forty five. Yeah, so it seems like they look like they uh, they should be able to do something, and uh, it would be heartbreaking to everybody. Uh, who's not a Yankees fan to see the Red Sox and the Blue Jays make it and leave the Yankees out? Uh, what a bummer that would be! Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would really, that would really suck. No, that would that, that a heartbreaker. Hey, your old buddy uh, Arnoldus Chapman seems to be struggling, John. Finally, 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I just I just wanted to point out the man who very much w- was central to the Cubs winning the World Series. Uh, uh, you know, uh, maybe he'll get it back uh, in time. But uh, yeah, he's uh, not looked like a shutdown closer. He's been his whole career at this point. So it's one reason they're struggling. Yeah. So we're, what are we, we got just a little under a third of the games left in the season, right? We've got, we've got, uh, 40. We only got 20 games left, right? Two two weeks from Sunday is the end of the season. So who's your two, what's your two biggest surprises of the season? My two biggest surprise. Well, got to go with the giants is number one. Unbelievable what they've done all, you know, they lead the, majors and wins and nobody predicted that they really ham and egg it all over the place i you know kind of gotta go with the padres uh who might still make the playoffs but for them to be in third place you know like 15 games behind the other two teams just didn't see that they that they wouldn't they wouldn't do do that i think everybody else I mean, I could go through the twins have been a surprise how bad they've been, but. See, I was going to go to the opposite. I was, yeah, I was going to go with, I think the nationals are a big surprise at how bad they've been. Well, yeah, but the nationals let guys go. So uh, in the off season, so. And I think it's a big, huge surprise that the Mariners are as good as they've been because they were predicted to be terrible this year and they're two games out of the wild card spot uh the mariners have been a surprise too uh not well you know not good enough to make the playoffs yet but uh uh yes nobody you probably can't name three mariners players so uh they've done it with a lot of guys who kind of like the giants have had better years than you ever would have expected and like i say ham and egg that with, uh, you know, I don't think they have a real MVP candidate, but no. they have a lot of guys having better years than you would expect, and that's that's all added up. So, there you go. Good on them. Yes. It, base, baseball is a funny game. It's uh, it's It, it really is a, a team sport where, you know, it's not about one guy. It's about – you know, a bunch of guys picking each other up one game after another. And yeah, uh, it's uh, pretty tricky. Right. And, and, we, and, you know, you can do all sorts of different things with pitching. Uh, it's not like the NBA where you got one guy putting 50 ups, going to win a bunch of games. Right. But, uh, right. Uh, you know, you could have a guy throw three shutout innings and another guy, blah, 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 and, and do it. But uh, there we go. So, uh uh, yeah, fun, fun baseball season and look forward to the playoffs. Uh, don't really want to end up with the Dodgers uh, Astros fin- uh, final, but I think it'd be a lot of juice in that because there are people who live to root against the Astros and uh, the Dodgers, you know, trying to do it again would be interesting and uh, against the team that they, you know, they feel butthurt about uh, from three years ago. There'll be a lot of people bringing trash cans to games. Right. Yeah. 
All right, John. Wow. We, we've killed an hour for people. Yeah. That's going to be a, they're going to love that. Yeah. Well, they, they, they love us anyway, John, the three of them. So we'll, 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 we'll have to just bank on that. Right. That is correct. Yeah. Well, John, uh, good luck with your picks this week. Yeah. You as well. Have a good weekend watching some good football and, uh, Good football. Yeah, okay. And the NFL is back, baby. The NFL, yeah, we'll we'll all be biting our nails uh, Sunday uh, about the NFL. All right. All right. Uh, take care, John. All right. Bye, bro. Bye, bro.